0: Yes, like, you sound like you're
1: from London. Yeah, I am from London. across the pond. Across the pond, there,
0: isn't it? That's uh, I just started recording too. Yeah, that that <laughs> oh, was hello. from uh, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall
1: with a uh, Paul Rudd uh, character. I haven't seen that in a while. Oh, dude, it's like when, when Russell starts- Brand
0: gets knocked out and he's like, "Give me, give it, give us a hand there," and he's like, "Oh, you sound like you're from London."
1: <laughs> it's funny, dude. I, I vaguely remember what you're talking about. Yeah, it's fine. Most people do. It's,
0: that's fine. <laughs> dude, the beards look. What's good. up, dude? Oh, shit, a lot. Thanks. A lot. This will be mm. my first non-vaping podcast.
1: Oh shoot! I'm on boy. these bad
0: boys. Are those those pouches? Yep Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Zen nicotine pouches. Zen. Hell yeah All the goodness None of the cancerous
1: Well None of the cancerous I mean (laughs) Much less It's just nicotine Oh is that the deal I I don't even know I've never even looked into those Yeah it's Are you trying to like quit
0: Yeah well the place was no No smoking No vaping Ooh Yeah so I didn't have a choice Big dog
1: So you already quit I I already (laughs) quit
0: <laughs> yeah well but i kind of i kind of um i kind of oh shit i dropped one Oop. Yeah, don't want to let the get a hold of that one um i kind of that was that was part of the appeal because i'm like dude i've wanted to quit like i wanted to quit smoking forever and then i wanted to quit vaping forever but i i had like no idea how i was ever going to be able to do that because I vaped like I breathe, dude. Like, yeah, all day,
1: all day long, constantly.
0: You
1: were, you were quite a vapor, <laughs> yeah. at least from what I saw. Uh, you know, whenever we were talking on uh, Zoom or Skype or whatever. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, dude. Like, yeah, constantly. So it has been cool. I will say, since and I, it was like I didn't do it until, um, my last week, but um. I, I called Kaylee and I was like, go ahead and throw away all my vape stuff. Ooh. I didn't want to do it, but I knew I knew if I came home and it was there, I was going to start vaping again.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I didn't know. So I guess if they didn't have it. So you didn't even bring it with you, huh? So it was all at home. I, I brought
0: um, one of my vapes. Oh, who's that little guy? This is Juno. Juno. Look at that little. Oh, he heard me. Juno. <laughs> Good boy.
1: That's a cute little. What kind of dog is that? Uh, I think she's a Jack Russell Corgi. Oh, she's kind of a adorable. mutt. So I, I, yeah, I don't really know what she is. But uh, coincidentally enough, I got her seven years ago today. Oh, wow. Happy birthday, Juno. Yeah, happy birthday, Juno. But um, anyways, yeah. any who's he, what's Um, Any what'sers. God,
0: dude, the train of thought is getting derailed left and right. What the f- no, dude. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> uh vaping. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought vaping. one with me in the car, so Tyler and Samantha dropped me off, and the plan was so I guess I'll just tell okay. I guess I need at this point I need to back up so people can get a little bit of it. So Um are we, are we? Well, welcome to Church and Other Drugs <laughs> after the four week uh hiatus, uh resting, recuperating. Um, I had the the chance to, uh, go to a intensive, uh, trauma, um, workshop group therapy program in, uh, in Kentucky. And so that's where I have been for the past four weeks. Um, which a lot of the congregation members know, and and a lot of people, uh, send me a lot of support and some letters and all that. And, (laughs) it is weird this is this is where it's like the weird the weird line of like what do you share (laughs) you know it's like hmm but everyone that's been listening is pretty aware of my uh battle with depression you know what i mean like i'm pretty open about that we're all up to date up to speed on that
1: and
0: yeah, I'd agree with that. <laughs> yeah, true. Yes, true statement. And yes. yeah, it just it just got to uh, it just got to a point where something needed to be done, and uh, so I, I reached out for some help, and I got some help, and it was awesome. It was amazing. Um, I'm also yeah, for those yeah. for those keeping score, I am back on antidepressants. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I'll have to do. I went back and looked for shits and giggles. How many episodes were titled like Jed goes off his meds? Jed's back on his meds. Jed goes off (laughs) his meds. Um, But yeah, I'm back on them, and so far, so good, man. I finally found one that allows me
1: to cry like a baby still. You know? Oh, wow. Do you
0: know how happy that makes
1: me? (laughs) That's wild. I didn't think that those existed that would let you, neither, like, still let you feel, but. Not like as much. Yeah, yeah. No, That's I feel. Fake.
0: I feel like one time, during one of the groups, I was just like, I'm so happy that I can cry. And they were like, "What?" I was like, "I'm on medicine and I'm still crying. This is so good." And I was like, "Okay, man. All right, cool, 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 cool. I
1: rock on." Um, cool, cool, cool,
0: cool, cool, cool. Coo, coo. So. Um yeah, I don't know why I was being coy cuz that's probably what a lot of this episode is going to be about. But <laughs> so it turned there was so many so many little god in- god uh, incidences to 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 get all this to happen. And some of this is going to be a recap for you Brandon, you already know, but just act surprised and shit. Um Oh. Uh, oh god. I'm surprised. You went where? Wow. <laughs> You did what? You did. It's been four weeks. You've been depressed. Um, (laughs) yeah, Brandon. Brandon was one that I was. It was was steady, staying in my DMs, uh, being supportive when I was going through my business, and someone um, like Andrew, who I had on. That was one of the last episodes before I went. He was like, man, um you really like hit it well. Like I had no idea because, and it's the, I guess the truth was, and I told him too, it's like when it's good, sometimes like doing things like the podcast will at least give me an hour break from living in my head. And then it's just like right back to it. And then sometimes it's so, that's why I really started like missing episodes and just, cause I just like could not do it. I could not bring myself to do anything which I just I mean it's literally just like standard clinical depression and shit but (laughs) I don't know man I just whatever but so I was able to get off work uh to go do this and we found a place we um got some I, I got some some friends to help me uh financially be able to do it and it was just So many things just like lined up to to make it happen. And then it turned out that Tyler and Samantha lived 30 minutes from it, which apparently I know nothing about United States geography. Me neither. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I've never really, you know, been around Kentucky, I guess, because I was like, I don't – what's next to it? Like Chicago? I don't know. (laughs) Illinois, which apparently it is. It's closer to Illinois. It's like five hours away because people were there from Chicago and in my mind uh, i was like what is that like a 20 hour drive they're <laughs> like no it's 5 hours.
1: <laughs> it's oh. so bizarre bizarre to me i was just i don't mean to derail it but i was just talking to maris like how how much smaller the east coast is compared to the like where we are over here like central and west <clears throat> excuse me like like you got from Kentucky to Louisiana and like a 10 hour drive and I could go 10 hours North. And oh, I guess I would be in like Wyoming or whatever, but like, uh, I don't know, dude, it's so small over there. So, but yeah. if you went to, I only know, I, Maris always makes fun of me because I don't know geography, but I only know where Kentucky is because I think the creation museum is there and I've been forced to go there more than once. I think <laughs> you might be right. Was it cool? The giant ark. Uh, so the ark is the only thing I remember. It's and oddly enough that's the the only reason I know is is because of the ark. The Creation Museum is in Kentucky is because of the ark. I just had this conversation like two days ago I, I, with uh, someone from the club. I think
0: the other the other claim to fame with this. So you, did you watch that show The Outsider on HBO? Oh hell yeah! You remember yeah. Where, how it how it ended in the caves? Vaguely. I, it, well, this now is, they, this is where go it was ahead, set sir. was it because this it was we were 15 miles from Mammoth Cave. Oh, okay. Which is like 350 miles of underground caves, which they're still finding. Apparently, it's one of the wonders of the world. I never fact checked that, but that was what. So there was this <laughs> like there was this salt of the earth ground um like maintenance your your standard maintenance man for places and and his name Billy Joe. Yeah, yeah, something like that um and, and he had this real genteel way of talking about him and he said i mean genteel. i'm i southern as cornbread and i'm i'm no i'm no you know i'm no genius or nothing but but uh he he was great dude he was a great guy but that was what he said he's like yeah it's one of the seven wonders of the world and i was like i'll take your word for it bro i don't know uh, yeah, i'm sure i trust you why not, you. <laughs> yeah, why, not? Um,
1: why would you lie to me
0: yeah exactly um where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, Taylor, Tyler and Samantha picked me up from the airport and drove me over there, and I left my vape in Tyler's car, and they were going to, the plan was, they were going to, I was supposed to fly out of Nashville uh, this morning, and they were going to pick me up uh, yesterday, and we were going to spend the day, the day together, and I'm not going to lie to you, bro, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to hit that vape one more time. <laughs> up. and then, yeah, then yeah. god was like psych son here comes ice. ice ice frozen bitch ice yeah uh, ice <laughs> and, uh, bitch. Um, no. yeah so i get out and i turn on my phone for the first time and the first message i got was like your flight's been canceled due to weather and i was like okay let's try another one straight up like, canceled straight up canceled and Ugh. Then they were like, Oh yeah, flights are cancelled for the next three days and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> so I was with my folks and we were like we were scrambling. We were like, All right, let's rent a car. It was like eleven thirty and so we looked uh we looked around and every rental car rental place was closed on Sundays except for one, it was eleven thirty. There was one that was open. They closed at noon, and we made it there at like <laughs> eleven forty-five, and got their last car. And I was on the road, so I had to make it to Lafayette by midnight because they were closing. There's one twenty-mile bridge that goes over the Atchafalaya Basin, which is a swamp. Um. And they were closing it at midnight because of the ice. So if I wasn't there by midnight, like I wasn't like it was like escape from LA, like I'm not getting in. <laughs> so I just That's had to so straight I hadn't driven a car or used my phone in a month. And I just had to st- just jump in and drive ten hours. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, dude. That's the great <laughs> thing about rental cars, mom, close your ear, oh, geez. <laughs> I drove safely the entire way. But when I got to Lafayette, it was a Kia. A Kia. (laughs) I sell fucking Kias. You're watching the keys down. Hell yeah, dude. I was just watching those bloopers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Welcome to my dealership where I sell my Kias. Kia is a vastly superior machine. Uh, It was a Kia Optima, and it had a sports shifter. So when I got to Lafayette, you can bet your ass I cranked that thing into sports shifter mode. and ski did skip. some
1: tires bro oh yeah that's fun ski ski ski
0: um so
1: you got what'd you get there at like 10 50 or like 10 50 or yeah, something I, got there, like, I think
0: i got there exactly like a like 11
1: like okay so like right before it closed that's have you ever seen true detective yeah of course you know the first season, it, 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 there's like a couple scenes where they're going over this long ass bridge. That's not the one you're talking about, is it? It looks like a like a two lane on both sides. That's what it looks like.
0: That that's exactly mm-hmm. what it looks like. So it could have been. I, I think it was. Oh gosh, I think it, I can't remember where it was filmed. Like Terrebonne Parish or like Feliciana or Ascension or something like that. Um, Jeez,
1: I the, those real places. Yeah, <laughs> like, bro. They certainly oh. are. While we're talking about Louisiana, um, uh, Maris and I ordered a king cake from, uh, that place you Poup said, Arts? uh, yeah, from Poop Arts. We ordered it, uh, this morning. So we'll get it on Wednesday. Dude, I'm so glad for you, bro. I'm so glad. Would for you, you go with the, like, the French one or the Mardi Gras one? I always
0: get, like, a oh, custom. Oh, do you? Yeah. Cause I, I like, um, I well, it depends. Usually, I like a mix of cream cheese and uh, custard.
1: I don't like cream cheese. Don't like it. I like it, I like it in king I hate cake. It. I like it in king cake. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What whatever we got has almond fillings. Oh yeah, and yeah. So You're I'm, solid. It'll I'm, be good. I'm so stoked, dude. I'm so stoked. <sighs> yeah,
0: it'll 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 for sure be good. Like regardless, I'm surprised. When did they? When did when was the cutoff for ordering?
1: uh i'm not really sure they they're they it said that they're overnighting it maris ordered it wow dude that's gangster yeah dude so they i think they cooked it to or maybe she ordered it last no it was this morning yeah and so they're cooking it today shipping it tonight and then it'll be here the day after tomorrow
0: yeah hell yeah bro
1: yeah dude yeah i'm excited for it that's cool dude did you did you figure out where that was filmed
0: uh it looks like all over. I and I found a website that's like strictly it's called movielossy dot how would you pronounce that? Movie dot com. And uh they just have a whole filming location site. And it looks like it was filmed in like Erath, um, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um I see the bridge. It doesn't look like um doesn't look like the bridge but that's exactly okay i'll tell you what was filmed on that was did you ever see jeff 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 in real life i think it was it was called
1: with ryan one of the ryan's and uh like a a sex doll or whatever
0: no that's lars and the real girl oh okay well Um, then what are you talking about jeff and What was that movie called? It was with the guy from forgetting Sarah Marshall. What's his name?
1: Uh <laughs> uh you talking about Russell Brand or No, nope, the main guy. Uh Oh, what is his name? He was in How name? I Met Your Mother. Yeah, and uh uh what I don't know what his name is. Honestly, Jason I have no something? idea what his name is. I think it's Jason it, Is it Jason Sudeikis? No. no. No, that's the guy from that Apple TV soccer show. Uh, yeah. Um, Jason uh, Jason
0: Siegel. There we go. Siegel,
1: right. thank you. Um
0: this is this is like the this is what Jeff Who Lives at Home. That's the movie. I don't
1: think I've seen that
0: now. That's a good movie. And I'll go ahead and uh um and Ed Helms is in it. I will go ahead
1: and recommend that. Um to everyone Dope. right now. Jeff Who Lives At Home. Maris so. It's a good movie. Maris. Hates that guy, what'd you Ed Helms, the guy from The Office and Vacation uh, and shit? Yeah, um, I Vacation is an under freaking rated movie, is it? Because they it just hit HBO this week, and so I've been thinking about watching it. Oh my but I'm god, on,
0: I'm about to watch it tonight! Thank you for oh, reminding yeah, me. yeah. It's and it has Charlie oh, yeah. Day in it, and one of his funniest parts.
1: Oh, Maris hates him too. Yeah, I'm definitely oh, gonna watch that. <laughs> because his voice is annoying.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, but it's I love him, Charlie Day. Is He's hilarious. Guy. I can't, I can't hate him, Hell Charlie yeah. Day. Whew, we took a real sidebar on that one. Yeah, man. but yeah. whatever, man. It's it's a lot to. So I guess for now. So I'm not gonna. I'm not. I I I'm not gonna attempt. There's like no way I can like fully unpack. Um everything I went through I guess I'll just kind of talk about the uh kind of like what it was so it was
1: first off it was yeah, in, should, it was should in. I like be interviewing you or something or are you uh, no or, I didn't really know what, height, I just knew yeah. it's been four weeks and I need to give a little update um dope okay good good yeah sorry I did I, I want to make sure I'm doing this right for you Jed
0: yeah I just need yeah <laughs> dude you're, you're good um so it was. It was in a. Uh, it was on a hundred acres in the mountains, in the middle of nowhere. No cell reception, Kentucky, like the middle of nowhere. Um, Kentucky, Kentucky, meth country, <laughs> straight up meth country. I saw quite a few Methadonians out there.
1: Why do they do that, dude? Because like my rehab was I'll out there. in Meth Town, Texas. Why? Well, <laughs> it's
0: because. Well, it's just because they go the there are advantages for both of them to be in places in the middle of nowhere you've got like anhydrous ammonia tanks because of farmers you've got chicken feed because of farmers and that's like how that kind of kicked off because those are huge precursors right
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right.
0: So let me walk you through cooking math real quick. Since you're so much right, yeah. do, you're gonna need some camp some some camper fluid, some batteries, uh some red devil lie. No, I'm not gonna do that. Um Red Devil lie. <laughs> yeah, red devil lie. Um Dude out
1: in Georgia they they just took a, a car battery, uh, some chicken wire and wasp spray and just did that, bro. What? It is some weird I I don't know. I, never I had saw heard it that like
0: insecticide is becoming a thing that people are doing. Yeah,
1: I never saw it happen. But in it, when I was doing meth, it, it was a pretty short time when I was doing meth heavy. But when I was, there was, uh, um, I've already forgot what we were talking about. Yeah, God. it's fine. I
0: got you. <laughs> I've already forgotten. I'm just happy to talk about <laughs> <So, again. laughs> it. So okay, so they it's in the it's on 100 acres beautiful property. There's um, waterfalls. There's caves to explore. A bunch of trails. Um, There's like an uh you know the original homestead cabin from the 1800s is on the property. It's really cool to explore. And so there's like a main lodge where you have all your groups. Then there's a women's house. Then there's a men's house. And they take uh you know no cell phones, no books, no magazines, no TV, no news, none of that, no vaping, no smoking. Um, and it's strictly, it's, it's a workshop format and it's strictly group therapy. So it's, um, it was really cool. So it's a closed group. So they only have admissions every two weeks. And so that way you, you don't have to worry about new people coming into the group and and you get so tight with the with the, with your group, and so you'll just stay with one group the entire time. Um, you'll you'll hang so you're, out with other people, but at night and stuff. But during group therapy, you're just gonna be with the same people. Um, like I was with them for four weeks. Some of them left after two, but uh, we were together for four. Uh, four of us how, were together for four weeks.
1: How big was the group?
0: Um, because of COVID. So when I got there there were two people that had been there and then our group at first was seven, seven or eight. So there was like 10 of us total, I think. And then That's not bad. For the first 2 weeks and in our group there was seven. Um I was the only guy cuz the other guy left. He couldn't he had I don't know, he had some stuff going on. And then my last two weeks, there was just four of us in my group because the rest of them went home and then um, five new people came in. So pretty small, pretty small groups.
1: But you said there was four of y'all for that, the whole four weeks. Yep. That's so Yeah, Yeah. that's good. We got very,
0: very close. And it was just really, so there was a lot of people, there was a, a good handful of people I met that worked in treatment um, uh, in different aspects, like techs, marketers, stuff like that, Um, and then a lot of people, some people were there because their children were in treatment, and just struggling with that, a lot of, you know, childhood stuff, or recent deaths, or, you know, it was just a really diverse group of reasons to be in there which was really cool from the standard like you know instead of usually when i have in my treatment experience it's been like you know what was your drug of choice and that was just not the case here like i was yeah you know what i mean
1: (laughs) that's good dude it was that's interesting i'm sure that it's you've been to so many what 18 treatments or however many it's been so i'm sure it's it was nice to have something different.
0: Oh, dude, exactly, and that's 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 exactly what I needed. And it, it's funny, it's like, I think we all thought we knew the reason that we went there, and within a week, seven more things popped up that you, that it was like, oh shit, these are just yeah. things like there were some very specific things in my childhood cause like the so for the first two weeks there was a ton of um, inner child and shame and toxic shame and childhood wounds and, um, stuff like that, that they just bring to the surface and lots of experiential type stuff like, uh, guided meditations, um, picking out like a physical representation of an inner child. Um, it's, it's a lot of stuff that on paper sounds really, ridiculous and then I did it and I was like holy shit like I remember one of the one of the and I also do the counselors there probably two of them without a doubt are the best I've ever come across wow oh like hands down like I, like jaw on the floor just like I would you know in I did, I did my best to completely turn off counselor Jed because I was like, I don't, I'm not here. Like, I just, I need fucking help. I'm not here to, to do anything. Yeah. And I would think I'd be like, oh, he's probably going to say this. And he would just say some shit that I have in, you know, 15 years of going to treatment center shit I've never heard or never even thought about. And I'm just like, good. That's wild.
1: Yeah. It was (laughs) really wild. That's so cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah and that's something i wouldn't have ever expected either like (laughs) because you've seen all matter of counselor and shit like that so that's that's crazy
0: yeah it was the um the counselor that i was really impressed with was trained in parts therapy and that big thing i was trying to get him to explain it but it's uh it's basically did you black
1: me out for a reason I Did it black you out? Sorry, Maris texted me, so I was just oh, okay. responding to her. I'm listening to you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, It's basically, like, instead of saying, like, I'm super pissed off, it's like, a part of you is pissed off. And, like, respect that part. I'm going to do a really poor job of explaining it, but it's instead of trying to deny your feelings or completely identify by one feeling, just kind of realizing that... There is a part of you that like feels this way and stuff like that, and then it was just really fucking cool, and they kind of broke down um don't don't ex- it, nobody expects for me to give a full accounting of this. I'm just really just kind of throwing shit out there that that kind of stuck out, but like there's this one really cool thing where they basically looked at how um like basically all they called them like process addictions like work sex gambling whatever like Mm -hmm. all these things that we all these behaviors we do as adults are maladapted survival mechanisms from childhood that served us as children that when we use them in adulthood are really terrible like you know if I was um you know if I was feel if I felt and a big thing was too it wasn't that you know because a lot of people are really careful like oh I had a really good childhood I don't want to blame anyone which is kind of my thing and it's not about blame and it's not about excusing it's just about being aware and explaining kind of what's going on so like even if you felt abandoned as a kid, you still experienced abandonment and you still adapted your behavior to that abandonment. And you may still be, they call it like delivering the mail to the wrong address. It's like, <clears throat> like freaking out on a girlfriend or boyfriend or something because as a child, you learned that screaming got you attention or you confuse intensity with intimacy. For example, it's like, Shit like that. Just like a ton, yeah. a ton of stuff, like crazy exhausting work, crazy good work, crazy emotional work.
1: One of the coolest experiences of my life. That sounds wild, dude. That's like some meta ass shit. Dude. All of it was <laughs> meta ass shit. <laughs> That's good though, dude. That sounds like something that like everyone should go through A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent like if you you ever
0: get a chance to fucking go do it
1: yeah (laughs) yeah how so how long were the days were they like six or eight hour days and then you just like hung out for the rest of the time it was
0: it was like group from so like they had some stuff during the week to split it up like uh equine therapy and yoga and it was actually like so everyone there also went through the program which was also really cool like that's a requirement um and the equine to work there yeah
1: yep oh dope that's awesome
0: yeah it was even like everyone down to the text everyone has to go through it
1: that's crazy <laughs> i know i know that's it's fucking cool, cool though
0: yeah um the equine therapist went through it like 20 something years ago and and i've done some like kind of bullshit equine therapy but she did like real deal like who knew I would learn some shit about myself from trying to teach a horse to walk around me in a circle? But it like, but you do. She was so good at it,
1: and that's so wild. <laughs> yeah, it was really wild. It was really yeah, wild, it didn't, dude. Doesn't sound like something I would get anything out of. Ex- but that's that's, that, that's how I that's would cool. sum
0: up this place. I'm telling you, reading stuff on paper, you'd be like, what? And then you do it, and you're crying like a of child. And you're just like,
1: it's so Keeley. It's so crazy, dude. How'd you do this, Kentucky? Yeah, yeah, Kentucky. <laughs>
0: like, one of, one of the things that really shattered me was, like, because the first two weeks was, like, and I had never really done inner child work. So to a lot of people, this the, you know, you may have done this kind of work, but I, I, I had never really done it. And it was like so we had to we had like, you know, our we had like stuffed animal representations of our inner child that we had picked out and there was this one like forty five minute guided meditation where like you view yourself um as a little child and before that you picture a safe person and mine was my grandpa who just passed away and like you basically like the meditation ends where you like you leave your inner child with that safe person like on a porch and then like while our eyes are closed the counselor went around like at, at a specific moment and put our stuffed animal um inner child in our laps and like as soon as he did that i just started fucking crying so bad
1: and i came out really? of it and uh,
0: i won't say the counselor's name but i go Dude what the fuck did you just do to me because <laughs> <laughs> i was such so such a wreck dude um That's
1: but crazy, in a, in a
0: in a great way man it was i just it was yeah just insane just insane and just the fact that the setting too like I did a lot of um hiking by myself and just getting back to nature and I started daily journaling again I started doing non-phone related hobbies um you know phone related yeah dude and I really a big part of it too is like I really needed some time away to to reconnect with God and I that was also I did that in spades man um which was huge and like playing spades like the card game we we did play spades sorry like um (laughs) um sorry you're good um no reconnecting with god like it was because it was just so many so many damn I had been begging God for it in, like, the way that the Bible tells you not to, but I was like, all right, I'm going to need some, like, real signs here. You know what I mean? It was like (laughs) that. And I got them, like, over and over and over and over and over again. And then I would have that realization that that's what was happening, and it was just crazy. And just the people, the circumstances of the people I was in there with, the timing, like, people – we're going to come this different date, but then they got COVID, so they couldn't come, and, and everyone had planned to be there at different times. We just so happened to get there at the same time, and we just so happened to have complimentary stories. Like, like we, we had experience in each other's lives, even though we were different ages, vastly different backgrounds, but, like, I had experience as being a son in treatment for the mom whose son was in treatment and I could give her my perspective from her son and she could give me the mom's perspective and just crazy, crazy stuff like that all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just fucking great. And then, so, and then my, the last week I was there, um, I'll probably, I don't know this. I don't know. How much I'll get into it here but one of my my really good friends who had who I worked with and um he had really pushed me to go um get help we always we like really connected on a dep- we were like depression bros and we always you know <laughs> joked about that and um he was really helping me out and he took me to the gym every day the week before I left to just keep me busy and stuff and um, my, uh, I had gotten a message to call my boss and I thought, I thought that I was fired or whatever. And he called and he was like, Hey man, you know, your, your friend's dead. And I, I had just gotten a package from him two days before that. Ugh. And it was fucking awful. It is awful. It's still awful. Cause now I'm, I'm back in town and and I'm really good friends with his uh with his girlfriend so I've been trying to be there for her and it's um and it, it just so happened that one of the new guys that came in um he was in there because his his friend had died recently uh I guess it was like a year ago but it had messed him up and so he was able to really relate to me on exactly the same level it was almost like really parallel situations and I've, uh, yeah, at this very moment, I'm. Um, it's one of those like going in and out of like devastatingly sad, super angry kind of matter of fact. And it's like, you know, right now I'm able to just kind of talk about it, but that yeah. fucking su- that sucks. That really sucks. It's and it was,
1: so shitty. Dude. It
0: is man. And it's like, why, you know, you can play the, if only, you know, what could I have done? What if I should have been there? He should have gone somewhere to get help too. And it's just, thank God I was, I, you know, I was in a place to, I mean, as soon as I left that phone call, I went, I went to group and just commandeered that whole thing. And just, they really let you go through your shit, like process it in like a really respectful way. And they don't try to, um, they just let you know they don't try to like you know say some bullshit like you know yeah they're just like this is awful like yeah this sucks like there's no <laughs> there's no way around it like this sucks you need to just feel it
1: yeah and sometimes that's like fucking what you need that's the type of energy fucking you need around and that's good that that I mean it sucks that that happened and I'm sorry yeah, that no, that uh, happened yeah, I got you I, it's in the circumstances, it's a it's good that it happened while you were still there and had time to like work through it while you were there because that's that's great because it would have sucked you know you get out and then oh you get smacked with that first thing and it's like oh. ah and it,
0: yeah and it it really it it hit me in that moment and then it really hit me on the drive home because it's like I almost went to text him and call him because it was like he was supposed to celebrate in in my victory sort of thing and, and have a piece yeah. of it because he was a part of it and like it's just like motherfucker, dude like i hate it's and it, it was also it was also such a clear and stark reminder of what could have been and what potentially can be for you know what i'm yeah. saying if i don't take care of if any of us i mean that that that's the whole thing is that none of us that have lived a, a life kind of on that edge you know none of us are immune from like a day that'll just end in you dying you know
1: yeah yeah absolutely that's, uh, it's also, that's, it's something that my uh, sister-in-law and I were talking about like a week or two ago, because she's also in recovery, but it's like, I think that's a leg up that we addicts have on most people who aren't addicts. Like, it sucks, but we've dealt with a lot of death. Yeah. And so, like, we know what that looks like, and that's like a very real consequence that we can equate in our brains, like, that, yeah. you know, like, I can name... 10 people that have died doing the drug that I know that I can't touch. Again. Like, yeah. you, but you know, it's just like, it, I go ahead. Sorry, no, no, no. you sorry. You finished that thought. No, I was just going to say it's a leg up that we have. And I'm glad that, you know, I'm not glad that my friends have died, but I'm glad that I like have that life experience. So as I get older, it's not so heavy and, well, it's still heavy, but it's not so like you know uh, you can process, the, you know how to process it.
0: Yeah, what what's heavy and what's fucking? Cause maybe fuck even six years ago there'd be like one a year in the recovery community, yeah. and it would be like oh my gosh, and it's no shit. I mean, it's we can just go back through the episode like I just lost Brett. You know what I'm saying? It, it, this is like.
1: Over and over, over yeah. Over and
0: over and over and over and over. And... Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just... And then it, it's hard not to also get really... Like, where I get angry... Well, and... God, this one... One of the other just incredible counselors just really... Because I, I did, like, a whole episode on it where, like, I was, like, fucking pissed at, like, I don't want to do have anything to do with addiction because I'm just tired of fucking seeing people die and die, and, she, and she was, like... Be be really careful about being angry at at addiction because that's how it gets you too. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you see, I mean, exactly what you're doing. You're angry at it and you're wanting to essentially kind of like get away from it. Pretend like it doesn't exist. She's like, you need to respect it. And I was like, "Damn, oh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There were so many of just like, damn, like foot in mouth, like, holy shit. She's like. She's like go through your shit But like it's nothing to get angry about But you, it needs your respect Like you need to respect Like it's a fucking thing That needs yeah. to be Respectfully feared
1: Yeah That's a fucking great way of putting it dude That's like Because I was just thinking about that Like you know like Not wanting anything to do with it. You saying not you didn't want anything to do with addiction And I was like I could totally level with you and that, but that's, yeah, like yeah. respecting, you got to respect it, it, it. That's like a, I, no one's ever put it to me like that before, me neither. but that's true. <laughs> me
0: neither. Me neither. 18, 18 rehabs. They never heard that one, dude. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I was just like, God. So, it, yeah. So just, you know, and, and it's, you know, now I I do have the, the chance to also to now immediately get out of myself and and be of service, you know, right when I get back, because it's, you know, like I, I got a chance to go do my healing now, you know, and I got, you know, it's every, everything came back, you know, the, um, which, you know, part of it for sure is apparently I'm just straight up mentally ill because they're like, it's, it's so strange, like when I'm when I'm properly medicated, it's like okay, I'm <laughs> not gonna shoot myself tonight. Which, it, you know, fucking weird shit. But everything's <laughs> coming back, like my desire to podcast and help people and counsel and live and work on things and like laugh and actually do life. It's like it, it you know, I for sure you know I, it was definitely when i got there i was like all the thoughts of like is this a fucking you know did i did i exaggerate I'll, i i i will very quickly try to minimize my situation and like did i make a you know mountain over a molehill and did i really need to do this and then instantly it was like oh yes yes i did because there yeah. there were some serious things um yeah there yeah there were some yes yeah, just some just some things from my my childhood that i just never really uh wanted to look at um yeah e- even to this day even after like I've kind of touched on a, on some like fourth and fifth steps but with just like another sponsor that didn't really, you know, just kind of like, "All right, cool, moving on." Um yeah, it's it's gnarly.
1: So I would definitely if you get the chance, bro, <laughs> go check it out. That's dope. Well, yeah. that's great, man. I'm glad that it was a good experience because that sounds like like uh if it was like four weeks of that, you know, just you know, gut punches of information and shit that you haven't heard before. <laughs> oh then that's great, dude. Yeah. 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 It was just and it that's why was... you you said that there was like a lady in there who's who was in there because her kid was in uh rehab or something. Yeah. So basically she's like getting over like uh Struggling just his situation kind of like like an Al Anon type yes, thing kind of exactly like that. Okay, cool. And struggling Very too cool. Um There was actually two.
0: There's actually two and then a- another uh man came in kind of the same thing. Where it's it's hard because it's it's just there's basically it's kind of like how do you and you can you know, we can talk to my mom about this, but it's like which she got to meet my mom, which was fun. That was a whole another thing too. My parents got to come out there and just it was crazy. Um letting go and it's kind of on a much lesser scale what I've dealt with in counseling where it's like it's sometimes it's really difficult to let go of the outcomes especially if if it potentially is a negative one and I Mm can only imagine how much more so with your child so it's just like okay I need to how do I be okay no matter what happens to you know it's like what my parents had to do is like how do we they can't just like especially when I was out there and not talking to them it's like okay how do I live a normal life while my son is out there on the street you know what I mean like how do I go yeah. to work every day how do I laugh with friends while this huge thing is looming
1: yeah yeah it's single. Yeah, my parents used to always say every time they got a call from a number they didn't know. They didn't. They thought it would either be the morgue or, or me calling from jail. Yep, that's the
0: thing. That's so, a fucking tough yeah. one. That's why I'm afraid to have kids, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, that's... I don't know. I'm excited to have kids but also afraid at the same time. Yeah. But it's like... I mean, I know that my parents did their best... Oh you yeah. know it, with the knowledge that they had and the knowledge that they were now that i'm an adult i can see like you know i'm almost 30 kind of and i'm like like i understand now like you you don't stop learning and thinking about things and as soon as you do you become psychotic and and you know fucking yeah. trump humper like you know like yeah. so, or something some extreme on one side or the other so
0: yeah we all know but, those people that were done learning a long time ago yeah and it's just like yeah. okay,
1: i got you yeah but i can respect the fact that they were trying to figure things out you know growing up and stuff and i though i have a lot of resentments towards my parents and childhood things i would love to get, like get into that stuff dude as much as i don't want to think about it or go th- go there at all like i would love to just like figure out what the fuck that did to me because i know that there's a lot that really did a number on me and it they didn't mean to but there's exactly. a lot and it's things. it's <laughs> not
0: it's not about like meant to on purpose intention and it's it's not even about and it's like that that's it's really just like an an understanding of like oh this is how that thing affected me and this is how it shows up today and so like okay i need to figure out some new things so that when i notice that comes up then you know i can i can act differently
1: right yeah Yeah, for sure
0: it's definitely it's it's like you know one of those like easy to learn hard to master sort of things um and I'll, yeah, I'll definitely be like unpacking this, this for quite some time and, uh, still really kind of figuring things out. And then it would, then, you know, and then coming back to, um, cause also it was strange. It was everything about it was just really surreal because every other time I've gone to like a drug treatment, um, it was, I, I had nothing and I was at the end of my rope and. When I got out, I was starting over in a new state, probably going to a sober living house, trying to find a job. And this Mm -hmm. was the – this time, it's like I'm just going back to my life, my house, my car, and my job, which was just very surreal. Um, Yeah. And then then we're all like – there's this stay-at-home order, so it's like I come home to just like an ice storm.
1: It's just weird. It's just weird. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Life is weird. That's That's – I'm glad you got to go and do that though, because it sounds like like as far as situations go, because everyone was like rooting for you, so it was a positive thing and like you you hadn't pissed anyone off before you went in there, really yeah was that, that like- was the also <laughs>
0: difference usually yeah, usually when, when I've gone to to rehab, it's been like, yeah, fuck that dude, like good luck yeah this time, I was like, man, people are a lot more willing to help you when you're doing the right thing, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and it, yeah. And it's it's that's what always um never ceases to amaze me about like mental illness and depression and whatever you want to call it, spiritual malady is like how good I guess I'll just speak personally, how good it is at convincing me that I am completely alone, that nobody can help you, that if you tell anyone It'll be a bad thing. Just all these things that I just like believed. And then as soon as you ask for help, it's just like all of that shit is just patently false. And you're just like, I was just like surrounded by this like love and support. And it's just like, what, what, like, what was I thinking? You know what I mean? It's, it's a weird that's where I get into some spiritual warfare type of things. Cause it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's like, I can really relate to the battle of the mind or soul or whatever, where it's just having these conflicting screaming matches in my head. Um, yeah, yeah, it's fucking bizarre.
1: Yeah, dude. That's yeah, it's, absolutely wild and like i'm glad that you found some medication or something that can help because you know like i know how that is where it's like i don't like taking medicine or anything like that so it sucks but i'm glad that you found something that you can still feel with and everything yeah with all that because that's that's big to be able to like move through everything you know moving forward
0: it is it's huge it's huge um well shit dude. I think that's I'm a I think glad a, I think that's a good wrap up. Oh
1: uh, yeah. yeah. I was just gonna say I'm glad to have you back. Me You're too. I'm glad in, to but be but glad back, to have man. You back. And uh um, yeah.
0: yeah, I'll uh like I said, I'm gonna do like I said in the post, but I'm I'm definitely um you know, this next year gonna really um put some some good effort into to making this thing the best thing that it can be. Um
1: yeah, bro. I'm, you talking about the podcast? The podcast, or your life? yeah, and my life. Or, okay, yeah. dope. My okay, life, so, my life is yeah. the podcast. My <laughs> life is is is, yeah. is
0: is is for the 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 internet at large to just listen to and judge for free.
1: Hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Well, it's worked for other people. It's worked for Joe. It's worked That's for true. Matt and Tobes. That's it, true, it, man. It more or less worked for Joey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's you know? been yeah, he's been awesome too. Uh he really helped me through this also cuz we we really relate on the whole depression and complete breakdown. Yeah. Um which maybe I'll talk to him about it, but he's been really um encouraging. And and like dude, my um my church really came through. I uh you know, I told my pastor and everything and it was I really <laughs> sometimes like sometimes i forget that things are shocking to people i don't know but you know what i'm saying like in a text message the same way yeah. i think i was just like oh yeah man no big deal i just wanted to kill myself and it's and it's like wait what you, you know what i'm saying i'm like oh yeah, yeah wait that's kind of a that's kind of a it's not the right thing. person. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> sorry yeah. about that
0: let me explain um yeah but it was cool. Like the 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 church came together and prayed for me like a, a bunch of times. So it's, that's awesome. Yeah, that was that that that's made cool. me feel good too. And that was another thing where it was like I just you know and I, you know go back and listen where I was just like building this resentment, separating myself, isolating myself because it's just like oh that you know nobody cares blah blah blah.
1: Well, it feels like that a lot of the time. I think that people don't always care. Really, that's true. But but you know that's where i had to just kind of get comfortable like that's where i had to get with at least like my parents specifically is just like like i they know they're adults just like i am like you, you know we just you can they they're, yeah, they're going to care or they're not going to care right. they, it it is what it is everyone but, everyone's know, got their
0: own life too yeah for sure
1: yeah but so. i mean I'm just stoked you got some cool fucking, uh, some good cope mechs, bro. I'm going to be cope hitting you mechs. up on some, <laughs> some life hacks some cope mechs, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Them coping mechanisms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dog. <laughs> all right. Well, send me,
0: send me new emails. Churchandotherdrugs at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash churchandotherdrugs. And I'll talk to you all. very, very soon.